Welcome to the Men on Purpose podcast, featuring dynamic conversations with emerging and established visionary men on purpose. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the men on purpose who are committed, creative, courageous change makers, living their best, most fulfilling life possible. Now, here's the host of Men on Purpose, Ian Lobos. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Men on Purpose podcast, where we celebrate men on purpose and provide our listeners with wisdom and immediately actionable steps to be more purposeful, powerful, and positive in their impact and their leadership on this planet. This is your host, Ian Lobos, and on today's episode, we welcome a very special guest, Brendan Watt. Now, Brendan is a man who understands true transformation. From a down-and-out tradesman to a global speaker and CFO, Brendan is on a mission to empower others to know they are only one choice away from change and that they can step out of judgment and into a more authentic, fulfilling life instantly. He's a best-selling author, a podcast host, and the founder of Relationships Done Different workshop series. Let's welcome Brendan Watt to the show. All right, Brendan, let's jump right into it. So you are a, you're in a, you're a relationship expert. And right now in the world, there's a lot of stuff going on and relationships are changing. So first, um, for the audience, I want to just get into your backstory, you know, a little bit about your life and how you got started in this, in this arena. Well, 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 started in the, well, I'll go back a little bit further than the relationship stuff. It's like 10 years ago, I'd just gotten out of my first and only long-term relationship had a, at that stage, five-year-old kid. And I hated my life, but didn't only hate my life, hated myself, which was the big problem. It's yeah. like the life thing was pretty much just a, it was just me actualizing into the world. So, but I hated myself. I'd get up every day and just be like, I just didn't like myself. And so I found this thing called access consciousness. And I went along, I was like, I, I got, I pretty much got to a point before that where I went, you know what, if this is it, I, I just want to give up. I, right. I really just wanted to give up. And so I put, I just went, okay, something needs to change. I need to find something different. And just in that I found access consciousness and I started doing these classes and started getting happier, started feeling more like me, started feeling like when I was a kid, when I was like, Ooh, everything's fun. Everything's happy. <laughs> and started getting that energy of me back. And so I kept doing that. And then it's, it's progressed over the last 10 years. I mean, I went from poor, I went from unhappy. I went from at the time I was a tradesman in Australia. Um, it just didn't have anything really going for me at all. And so over the last 10 years, I've, oh, I mean, it is chalk and cheese. It's just completely different. So it's like now I travel the world and I do one of the things I do is classes on relationship. And that started with, uh, I was in an eight year relationship, not in it anymore, but uh, realized that there was a different way to creating it. So we, you, we brought the tools from access consciousness into the relationship and we created this relationship that wasn't like, you know, what I'd learned was, you know, it's, it was about love and it was about, you know, it was, it had to be intense and it had to be like, there was all of these different things that I'd learned about relationship that never really worked for me. 
Yeah. And then in bringing this, it had such an ease to it. I mean, we created dynamically together and we still do. We're still great friends. But it's like I knew that I could do something different with relationship. So we wrote a book called Relationship. Are you sure you want one? <laughs> because it's funny. <laughs> so we did that. And because people were asking us, how did you create this relationship? Why do you guys get along so well? Why do you, how do you create so much together? Like what? Because everybody wanted to know about that, right? They were going, well, but we argue. We don't, like, I do my thing. He does his. It, it was just such a um, conflict of them. And also, it was just, it was kind of like a pipe dream that you could actually have a relationship where you both truly cared about each other yeah. and contributed to each other. So we wrote this book, and then I got called a relationship expert. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, so he did that. And, you know, it was interesting writing that book too, because we, I mean, I haven't had the easiest of upbringings. You know, I had a lot of abuse and stuff in my in my life and, and had had many, 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 many things that I could have blamed where I was at at the time on. But I also knew that that wasn't going to work either because I'd seen people do that and I'd tried that. Oh, well, I'm, I don't have any money because or my relationships don't work because or there was always this because for me. I was always trying to be the victim. And that was the biggest trap that kept me stuck and when I came along and I'm just going backwards a little bit on this part because when I came along to my first access class the guy the the guy that actually founded the company Gary Douglas he was he was facilitating this class and he said everything that's going on in your life today everywhere where you're at right everything that's going on and everywhere where you're at right now is based on every single choice you've ever made yeah and, and when he said that, I was just sitting there and I was just blown away because I went, wait a minute, I've chosen all of this? Yeah. And it changed my life in that moment because I realized, okay, if I've chosen all of this and created this life that I hate, all I really all I have to do is make some different choices. And when I got that, my life changed. It started changing from that moment. It still changes every day. But it's the same thing with the relationship stuff. It's like, what I see a lot of us do is we go, well, let's keep going along in our relationship, keep making the same choices, keep doing the same thing, and then expect it's just going to all turn out fine. And it doesn't. Yeah, I've never seen it work ever. And so it's like the thing with relationships is we've got to get to a point where we're, we're creating them like we'd create ourselves every day. Like if you want your life to get better every day, you have to be creating it. Yeah. You've got to be going, okay, so what choices can I make today to create something different? It's the same thing with our relationships. You know, is it that most people, they just kind of get on this, I almost treat, I almost think of it like the tr this treadmill mentality yeah. where they get into a relationship and maybe they bring on some baggage, like they get married or a kid or they buy a house together. And then it's like, well, I mean, it's working. It's kind of working okay. And I'd rather, I'd rather be in this than not be in a relationship at all. So let me just deal with this. But then they have yep. resentment and anger that builds up over years. And then what happens is 20 years, 30 years go by. And you've been doing this treadmill act for so long that the, the walls of the canyon you've dug yourself into are so steep at this point, you can never get out. And your life yeah. has been wasted because you failed to make different choices. Like that's how simple it is, right? Yeah, it really is. And for somebody who's stuck in that right now, like if you're listening and you're going, 
oh my God, you just explained my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'd be going, well, but it's not that simple because I'm still in it. But see, the thing I'm grateful for about my whole life up until this point is I've been, I've done it all. It's, I've been, I've been so far down that canyon that I would have thought there's nothing. Yeah. Echo, 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 echo. There's no one hearing me down here. I'm, I'm lost in this hole. But I realized that I could choose my way out of it. But I had to start with one choice. Right. And it's the same thing with our relationships. And what we do is we go. What I see a lot of people do is they come into they they start a relationship. They go into it with this idea in mind. So they'll already have this uh, fantasy of what the relationship's going to be like. They go in with that, and they kind of start creating them st- themselves to make sure that fantasy works yeah. and then like you said it stops working and then they start resenting and then the hole gets de- deeper and it's just and all of a sudden 10 years 20 years later you're going where did i go right rather than what i like what i do and i'm with any relationship i'm in now with friends with family with with girls with whatever but with boys whoever whatever i don't really have a big point of view about it but it's like but what I do is look at it and go, okay, what would I like to create with this person? And that's, see, that's the thing that a lot of us don't look at. We think we can't talk about this stuff. We think we get in a relationship and we can't go, hey, I don't, this isn't really working for me. We need, is there any way that we could actually look at doing something different with this and bringing it up? And like, it's, we try and get our lives perfect. We try and get them right. We try and not be wrong. And we just lose us in the meantime, rather than just go, you know what? I need something different right now. And in that, I need to make some different choices. What do you think about this? Why do people not make those changes? And here, there's a second part to it. Something that's, that sparked this earlier. You said people get into these relationships with, uh, with an expectation in this fantasy. Is the fantasy from like society and movies and things like that. And then they realize that real life just isn't like that. Pretty much. I mean, for me growing up, it was the, the, the ideal life was okay. You need to like, for me growing up in Australia, it was pretty much like you needed to get a trade, which I did. You needed to, by the time you got to 18, 19, 20, you need to be getting a girlfriend. Okay. Have a little bit of fun, but not too much. And then, and then you're going to be having a kid. Then we're going to be talking marriage and then you're going to start looking at, okay, we need to buy a house. And and it was like, it was, it was this roadmap put in front of me as a kid. So I already just went, okay, that's the roadmap. I didn't see anything else outside of it because nobody else was talking about it. Right. But for a lot of us, it's like, you know, I'll talk to people and they, and they go, well, yeah, but there's the perfect one out there for me. So we go searching for this perfect one but in that we have so much judgment of what that perfect one is. Yeah. And then even when we decide that we've found them in order to keep that perfect one, how much judgment do you have to do of yourself? Right. And change. So, so it just, and change. Yeah. And it's like the thing I've noticed is people will change only when they want to change. Right. You can't make anyone change. And that's what a lot of us do in relationship. And I talk to a lot of people about is they go, yeah, but, just because he's that way now doesn't mean I can't teach him to be different in the future. Or just because she's that way now doesn't mean she can't, I can't, t- you've just destroyed your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and eventually time will allow that. And it's, is it just a weakening of, of the, um, the strength that one or the resolve that one person had 
and they just over time just their fight just becomes less and the fire inside them becomes less and then they start to conform yeah well like you said i think one of the things that you said before which is the key to a lot of relationships where people just give themselves up is that people would rather have a bad relationship than no relationship at all. Right. Be lonely, not lovable. Yeah. And it's like, and, but that's see one of the, that's another it's, it's we're programmed with that. Right. You know, like you watch any, any TV show or you do any research into things like this and it's like, you need to have a relationship, right? So you've got to have one which doesn't allow you to actually create it because you're going, well, I have to have one so I can't lose this one. Right. And then you think fate came along, right? Like you meet that, you meet that person the next night and you're like, oh my, that's, that's it. That's it. That's the one. (laughs) It's meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then all question goes out the window too with that, which is a funny thing because it's like question is the thing that, see, there's not one of us who hasn't made a choice in our life and known it wasn't going and knew it wasn't going to work out. We right. just knew it. Like it, whether that was going home with somebody, whether that was taking on a job, whether that was whatever, we've all done it where we've gone, Oh yeah, that's not going to work, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and we know it doesn't work, but we knew before we chose it. Right. And we do the same things with relationship. Like if we actually went, okay, is this person going to add to my life? No, but I'm going to do it anyway you already know that it's not going to create more, but then that thing comes in with the fantasy and we go, well, not right now, but like in five years when I teach them how to like actually, you know, do everything I want and it will, you've just set yourself up for, for disaster with that. Yeah. And it's the treadmill theory again, where you, you know, years go by of you accepting something that isn't truly what you want. And then the resentment builds yep. and you have regret. And, um, it's a very interesting concept. So I want to talk about really quickly before we go to break and we could even finish this after break if we need to, but I want to talk to you about the fact that people get into relationships to try and either fix or avoid who they've become Yep. and compensate by that, uh, that mate I'm trying to explain this. Well, you can explain this better, but you know what I'm talking about? Like people will jump into a relationship, you know, again, that societal pressure. I got to be married. Got to go out of the house. Got to get the kids like all these things. And then all of a sudden they're, they're trapped and they didn't intend to do this. They are dating a person that they normally wouldn't date if they had worked on themselves. Right. Yep. So where do you find that personal development and relationship development come into play? Like how important is that? Well, it's extremely yeah. And it's like, and you just touched on so many things with that. And with the, the personal development with creating a great relationship, I would say is essential. And what I've learned is if I, if I don't have a solid relationship with myself, like if I don't know who I am and if I don't know what works for me, then I know myself well enough to know that I will give myself up in a heartbeat for a relationship. And that's what a lot of us do is we go, there's something missing in my life let me get a relationship to fill in that gap. Yeah. But that's what we do with that is we're looking, we're always looking for some outside source to change something within us. And that's when all the, all the other stuff comes in the resentment and all the, the things that don't work is because you're the only one that can change you. Nobody else can do it. 
Yeah, so true. All right, check it out. Let's go to a quick break, dude. I just wrote down like 15 oh. questions that I want to ask you after the break. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got to be we've got to be really purposeful with this. So, let's go to a very quick break, really quickly, and then um we'll be we'll be right back with uh with Brendan Watt. All right, I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing this awesome show. We've already had tens of thousands of downloads from all over the world as we're downloaded in 97 countries. This week, I want to shout out to our listeners in Spain. That's right. We have a ton of listeners in Spain, all over the country of Spain, and I am super appreciative of you guys listening and downloading and reviewing. So check it out. Anything you want to know about the show or our guests, you'll find it at manonpurposepodcast.com. So get all the details there, mentalpurposepodcast.com. We'll be right back in a minute with Brendan Watt. Okay, we're back with Brendan Watt. We're jumping right into this thing. So, Brendan, I want to talk about identity. We're, listen, we're going we're gonna to press this thing all the way to either end. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, yep, okay. So I want to talk about identity, and it's something that I think about like with my own coaching clients and people that have been in relationships for a long time or they're younger you know, fresh out of college or they're, you know, in their early twenties and they're like, they're just dying to get into a relationship to, f- to fill something. And that's kind of what we were talking about before the break. But yeah. what do you say to somebody, and this could be a bunch of the listeners right now who, who doesn't know who they are, but they identify themselves as someone's something. So someone's husband, someone's boyfriend, someone's father, someone's wife, someone's daughter, someone's cousin, someone's boss, someone's employee. Like, and they don't understand themselves. How do you escape that trap? Well, yeah, good question. Very good question. And I, I can pretty much say there's going to be not many people listening to this who haven't done it or yeah, are still yeah, doing guilt, it. We're all guilty. And it's like, and I realized for me also how much I'd done it was I looked for, well, I need somebody else to create my life. I need somebody else to show me who I am. But see, what we've done and what, for, from what I've seen, and from personal experience is in growing up, it's like you get validated for something. So somebody say, oh, you're a good boy or you're a good girl or you're kind, you're sweet or you're an asshole or whatever. It's like, so we'll get, we start crafting who we are based on what people tell us we are. Yeah. So we go, okay, you tell me on this, that's what I am. And then we look, once that, once we start getting older and we start going, but wait a minute, who actually am I? And we have no idea because it's like one of the questions I ask people is like, if you were choosing what was true for you, what would you choose? Nobody off the top can answer me. They all look at me like, what? What do you mean? If I was choosing what was true for me. I have no idea. And for me, it was like, I get that. But the only way you find out is by choosing for you and then right. go, okay, is that, does that work for me? Does that not work for me? And that's how you start figuring out what's true for you. For a lot of us, that is so uncomfortable because <laughs> yeah. we go, well, I, don't, I have no idea because what if, like, let's just say, what if I start choosing what's true for me and I recognize and realize that I am so different that nobody likes me anymore. Yeah. That yeah. I can never get a relationship anymore. That no, it's like that nobody wants to employ me, that nobody sees me, that no, and we go into this whole thing. But see, for a lot of us, and this, for, once again, for me personally, I knew as a kid, I was different. I saw the world in a completely different way to other people. But what I did was I gave myself up over, it was just too, it was too uncomfortable being that different. And that's what I thought anyway. So I gave myself up for the next 
24 years until I was from six to 30 years of age. And then in that, it was like in that giving up, I always had to find people who would validate me as being normal. Hmm. Interesting. So because it's like relationships and everything, it'd be like, I'd want people who didn't make me ever, ever, ever look at how different I was because my idea was if I turn out to be that different, nobody's going to like me. Yeah. But that's what we do with that thing of asking what's true for us is we go, well, but if I ask what's true for me, I don't want to be that different. I need a relationship. Right. What I would say to that is, how do you know? Like you've got to start with you. And I mean, what I've done over the years is, it's just started really looking at that place of what's true for me, because if I'm going to get in a relationship, I want it to add to my life. Yeah. I don't want to have to fit into it. And, like I said, that can be really uncomfortable for some people, but truly the gift that you get out of it when you start really getting who you are is a whole different life. Yeah. How does somebody change? How does someone change them? So someone who's in a relationship, how do they change themselves in the relationship? Not trusting or believing that the relationship will change as they change. So like, how does somebody take conscious choice and responsible choice to change who they are and how their relationship operates at the same time? Well, another great question. And see, this is what a lot of people do is they go, well, I don't want to change me because I might lose a relationship or the relationship might change. Like if I change, the relationship's going to change. I don't want the relationship to change because it's all I have. And if that changes and I lose it, then I don't know what, you know, and we go into this whole (laughs) mental, mental just (laughs) nightmare in our heads trying to go, and it's like you said, it's this, it's a treadmill. We're just yeah. on it and on it and on it and on it and on it. We don't want to get off that treadmill because we don't know what's off the treadmill. We know it's on the treadmill. Right. But so with that and see what the thing with talking to people is most of us will go, we, we have this idea. We have this idea, right? That our partners in relationship, they want us to be who we're being right now. They want us to cut ourselves off. They want us to not choose more. From what I've heard and from what I've talked to with people, they don't even want that. You know, like you'll get into a relationship. And one thing I did was it's like you get into a relationship. I love working out. I love running. I love when I was in Australia. I love surfing. I love being outside. I love doing all that. And it's like, okay, but wait, I'll get into a relationship. And now I'm in a relationship. I need to stop doing all those things that are fun for me (laughs) because they might not be fun for the other person. Now, all of us have done that too. to some degree all of us and what i realized over the years and in talking to people about this is the other person goes i never asked you to do that i never asked you to give up what was true for you why are you doing that and they're like um because i thought that's what you do in relationship so we've got this we've got so many lies that we've been told or that we think that relationship is or what we have to do to be in it that aren't even true so it's like what I would suggest to people is go like if you're in a relationship right now and you want to try something different, whatever that is, say to your partner, Hey, look, I was thinking about trying this. What do you get? Would you mind? Talk about it, bring it up. Cause it's like, even if your partner says, no, you're crazy, then at least, you know, they're going to think you're crazy. Right. But if you don't ask, you're not going to know. What do you say to people who say, look, Brennan, I want to do that, but my spouse is crazy. And I just, I walk a real fine line. <laughs> I walk a real fine line that I just don't push the dragon over the edge. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I have some friends in relationships like that. And it's like, look, 
I do, I do, I do what I need to do to keep the status quo, keep everything chill, and I don't press. And those people are giving up so much of themselves to not bring conflict or, you know, or, or, or chaos in a relationship. But what you're saying is just speak up for what you want, even if it's crazy. Then I'm not saying like, you know, if you're in a, a very serious long-term relationship, don't go nuts with your ass. Like you're going to maybe have to build a little bit, Yeah. but like if you're, if there's something that you'd like to do, you're saying just be open and be, be confident in your, in your ask about it. Yeah. And it's, it's be aware of the other person's, you know, world and what they can receive and stuff, but it's also not giving up on you to do it and see what most of us think is we go into relationship thinking it takes compromise. And in that point of view, we go compromise means I give up this, you give up that. And then if we both give up equal amounts, then we're in relationship. It's like the great relationships that I've seen, they go, Hey, you go, go as go, go, go. And you go, go, go. And if we come to, if we can still be in a relationship, great. That doesn't address the question you just asked though. Right. So in that it's like, what we do is our unwillingness to lose anything is what controls us. So if we go, I'm unwilling to lose this relationship, that relationship controls you. Yeah. And it's just, there's, there's not like a, like a little easy way that you can do it. Like for me, I mean, I was in a relationship once and, and with this girl and she was being unkind to me at the time I thought I needed the relationship and I went, okay, I'm not actually willing to be treated that way. So I went, okay, so are you trying to get me to leave this relationship? And she went, Oh, you know what? No. And from asking that question, she actually saw that if you're going to treat me this way, I'm out of here. Yeah. Okay. You get to, we can have arguments, we can do all that, but you do not get to be unkind to me. And this is where we, we, you really have to start looking at what's true for you. And I'm not saying go out there and just, Oh, I want to go. I just want to go on a holiday for a month and do whatever I want and leave you at home with the kids. Yeah. It's not going to work. You've (laughs) got to look at what your choices create still, but it's also look at it and go, it's like, cause that fine line that we do and we're trying to skate on this fine line. We, you're not getting to live your life anywhere outside of it. You stay on the line. No. And see what I've noticed in, in relationship for myself and other people is when I'm willing to be more of me, when I'm willing to choose more, it allows the other person to choose more too. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many ways we can go with this. I want to, um, I want to so talk many about, ways. yeah, there's like, man, I, I feel like we're going to do a follow-up show with you. We, we're, we're going to, we're going to do some follow-up stuff with you. <laughs> okay. We, good. We could, we could wrap, I told you in the beginning, we could wrap up about this for hours and uh-huh. I want to talk about two, two things while we got some time. I want to talk about, um, in that personal development space, right? So that is crucial. Anybody that's in a relationship, make a choice to do something for your own internal growth in some capacity. I'm not saying you got to go on a, a, a 20 day silence meditation. I'm not saying you have to go crazy and get plant medicine. I'm just saying make one choice. Maybe read one book or, or listen to one podcast or do something, right? Yep. But like I, I found that understanding my parents' dynamic and my parents' trauma and their childhood helped me to understand who I was in my relationship in an unconscious way. 
because my reactions, my quick reactions, the way that I said stuff, the way that I, I was, was showing up in different capacities in different situations, it was based on programming from my past. It was unconscious. Yep. Understanding that helped me understand my present relationship and, and then make a choice as to whether I brought that stuff in and then also have the awareness that I was bringing it in too so I can then make a different choice. Yep. Yeah. And that well said, well <laughs> said. But see, that's the play is is having that awareness too. Yeah. Having that awareness when you're just not being yourself, and it's like a lot. Once again, I really I don't think I've talked to anybody who hasn't done this. Yeah. Where like you'll be having a conversation and then you just like you'll yell at somebody or you'll be an asshole or you'll just say something and you're like, so one of the tools I use and give to people is who am I being right now? Right. And the amount of times I've done it, I'll be like, I mean, my father was not a very nice man. So I like, I will like get all aggro or, and I'll be like, who am I being? Oh, my dad. Okay. Yeah. Do I really want to be that? No, I don't want to be him. I want to be me. But in that, like you said, is once you get the awareness of it, then you recognize, okay, I can make a different choice. Not once you get the awareness of it, now I'm bad, now I'm terrible. Right. No, I have a different choice. I can make a different choice. Now, what would I like to choose? Yeah. And then it's just a, it's an awareness and choice, uh, you know, swap or like leapfrog where you're aware and you get to make a choice and now you're more aware and you get to make a choice. And we were talking about it before we got started and it's literally as simple as a choice toward your goal or a choice away from your goal. Yeah. Simple as that. It's just choice. Well, and it, yeah, exactly. And see, what we do, so every, every single choice we make creates some awareness. Every time you make a choice, you go, okay, I chose that. It created this. Right. And what, like, what I know for me is, like you said, like that um, closer to your goal or further away from your goal. So it's like you'll get to, you'll get to a point to make a choice and it's like a fork in a road. Yeah. You'll go, oh, this one's going to take me. I know that's going to give me more of me, but yeah. this one will give me more money or yeah. this one will give me a girl that I like. Well, this one will give me a board or whatever it is, but you go, oh, bright, shiny thing must have the bright, shiny <laughs> thing must have that bright, shiny thing. Even though, you know, that if I go this way, I'm going to have more of me. Yeah. What we do is we go for the bright, shiny thing. Most of the time. You know, rather than go, okay. So, and that's it's not right or wrong, but recognize it's, see, you don't have to keep going for it once you've made that choice. You can go, yeah. oh, okay. I'm feeling less of me every day after making this choice make another choice. Yeah. And people wind up making so much meaning and they put so many things and variables on top of a choice that, yeah. you know, I found in my own life when I stopped making things mean so much, I just yeah. made a choice or that choice and that's it. And it wasn't like, well, if I make that choice, then this happens and this means that, and then I'm the loser. And, but I didn't get that. So that means I'm not good enough. And like, it, you go down this this path that is non-winnable. You cannot win. Yeah. Cannot yeah. win. But you the cannot. Choice, no, do or do not. Like I'm not quoting Yoda, but I'm just saying you either do it or you don't do it. You make the choice yeah. or you don't make the choice to go towards your goal. When you're clear on the goals, you have one choice or another. That's it. There's not there's not fifty choices, there's not five hundred choices. It's one or the other. Two or away. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and what most of us have been taught though is it's like you have to get it right. Yes, and what a lot yes. of us think is we're already wrong. So we're already like, I'm already wrong. I wake up every day. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. So I have to get my choices right, which puts us into that place of you go, before I make this choice, 
am I going to be more right or I'm going to be less right? So we're constantly in our heads <laughs> rather than if I choose this, will my life be greater? If right. I don't choose this, will my life be greater? See, and going with actually the energy of it, which is like I said before, we've all known when we've made a choice it wasn't going to work. So we know the energy of choice. Right. We all do it because we've done it before at least once. So it's like if we go to that place of, okay, if I choose this, is my life going to be greater or less? You really start educating yourself on how to choose. Yeah, it's so true, man. All right, last question. Last question. Uh Uh-huh. I'm in trouble choosing the last question here. <laughs> Actually, real quick before we go to the last question, we're already over time. We're just, we're going to keep rolling. Um, okay. Before I go to the last one, do you have like, you know, two or three questions that somebody right now, they're driving in their car or they're working out and they're loving this interview and they're like, man, you know, that sounds awesome to you guys, but I don't have a relationship like that. It's not, are there like two or three questions that anybody can ask their spouse to just get a little different result or a, a, just a little shift and change in their relationship? Oh, there's hundreds. So let me come up. Let me see what I can do that would be uh, most helpful. I would say one of the, uh, all right. So the first one I would say is destroy and uncreate your relationship every day. Hmm. Okay. Now, this, what this means is most people go, but I don't want to destroy my career. I don't want to destroy my No, it's not about that. It means everything your relationship was yesterday, you're not bringing that into today. Because what a lot of us do is we give up, we just bring the, we bring this, well, you didn't put the toilet seat down yesterday or you were an <laughs> asshole or, and then you've already created your day in a conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start your day with, okay, so if we were creating our, so do that one. Just try and create your relationship every day. And the next one is, okay, if, we, if I was creating this relationship today, what would I choose? So that you start looking at, okay, what's something different I could be choosing today? And that could be anything. Right. It's like, it could be anything. Like I, what I found with myself with relationship is being spontaneous. I don't want to do anything the same because I get bored. Yeah. So what's something different you could do in your relationship today? And that one, Good luck giving me an excuse that you can't do that because any of us can do that. See, and this is where you, you've got to get yourself out of this place of, well, you might be able to do that, but I can't. Right. Trust me, guys. I've, I did it forever. It doesn't work. You've got to get to the place where you put your foot down and go, you know what? I'm going to create something different. This is my life. I'm driving this ship. I'm going to make a different choice. Yeah. And that, that last one, that one there would be my biggest tip because that's one I've used is – you got to recognize your choices are creating everything. If you want something different in your life is go, you know what? Today is going to be different. If that just means I make one different choice. So I get one tiny little bit of a change today. Hey, you got greater. It's a better day. Yeah. What else can you create tomorrow? Question around that real quick. Mm-hmm. What do you say for people? Um, I just, I, I know this from people that I've talked to and people that I've coached and, and, and seminars I've been to. What do you say to people who, who, will, who will give you a reason or an excuse of it's so deep at this point, I just don't, it's so awkward to say something different, you know, we're at each other's throats every day or, or this is our language pattern with each other. You know, Brendan, how, how do I just snap out of that pattern and just say, hey, you know what, you look really beautiful today or hey, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go grab us dinner tonight. Like, you're, those are small changes that you're talking about, but what about somebody yeah. who's been locked into this, this vicious cycle 
of behavior and, and thought and action and words and language for, for 10 years. I'm going to give, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a tool here, but you're going to hate it. <laughs> Do it. Okay. You're going to hate it is be willing for at least one day to be wrong. See, what a lot of us do is that the conflict in relationship goes from both of us want to be right. So you're constantly fighting. Two people can't be right. So, and rightness doesn't exist anyway. It's just a judgment. So we're constantly judging each other, judging ourselves. So go, okay, I'm going to be the wrong one today. Don't tell your partner that. Just be that for you. I'm going to be the wrong one for day today and just give into it. Yeah. Give into it and go, okay, so what can I be or do today to contribute to their life? Make it all about them. Doesn't have to be for a day, even try 10 minutes. Make right. it all about your partner, even if you're even if you're so pissed off at them right now. <laughs> make it all about them for 10 minutes. Now try this and see if it changes the energy of your relationship. Because it's about changing the energy. Once you change the energy, everything starts falling into place in a different way. But so Brendan, but Brendan, people hate it. But <laughs> here's the here's the devil's advocate. But Brendan, I've tried that before, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I know I that, that there's somebody. I know somebody is sitting in their car or listening to this, going, "I try that all the time. It doesn't okay. make a difference, Brendan. What do I do then?" All right, so I I've got another question for you now. Apparently, I'm just going to keep getting. See, because one of the things is, is it's like on a topic this broad, yeah. I can round up, I can grab as much of it as I can and put it into one thing, but yeah. it, I'm not saying it's going to work for everyone. Right. So the other one is, is look at it and go, okay, so have I already left this relationship? Yes. That's what I was looking for. And what I, what I've, I mean, I've asked people this that have been married for 20 years and I go, okay. And they're not getting along. Haven't been for five, 10 years. All right. So when did you leave the relationship? And they go, what? <laughs> and I say, have you ever, le- have you already left the relationship? And they're like, um, yes. Okay. So how long ago did you leave it? And they go, I mean, someone be like, um, 10 years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so how are you going to create a relationship that you already left? Right. One foot in, one foot out. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to leave the relationship, but like you said before, without that awareness, you can't make a different choice. Yep. So when you get that awareness, you go, oh, shit, I left the relationship 10 years ago. Yep. Okay, good. Do I desire to now, do I still desire to create it? Yes. Okay, good. Now you have that awareness. Now you have a different choice. Now you've got to look at, okay, what choice can I make today that's going to that's gonna change the direction of this? Yeah, because it can be reignited. It can be recalibrated. It's definitely. I've seen many, 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 many people do it. Most people give up. but there's still relationships where it's like, it's just everything else around you has just gotten too much, but it's like the, 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 the aspects that were there when you got together, like those elements that you actually got with the person for are still there. Yeah. They're just covered up with piles and piles and piles and piles and piles of shit. (laughs) Yep. Yep. All right. Last question. Okay. Sex and intimacy. Uh Uh-huh. So even relationships that are young, two, three years old, for people that like variety, for people that are quick and they want, they want, they want new and they want flashy, like we talked about earlier, how do you reignite? And I know that's a really big question and really broad, but 
just, you know, it's about actionable steps. Like I want people to be able to listen to these episodes and go do something yeah. after 30 minutes of, 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 of information. <clears throat> so just a couple things that people can take back into their lives after this interview and this, and this show about how to reignite and how to get that, I would say spark, but get that spark back in their relationship on the physical side. Because most people yeah. become roommates, right? Oh, definitely. They become parents, and, they become business, like they're your roommates. Yep. And it's like, and see, it's exactly. And we all just, and we've, most of us who have been in long-term relationships have been there. We've been in where we go, oh, sex is like boring. I don't want to, you know, but it's like, but what I know, and it's like for me, it's, it's like, like I said before, and quite a few times in this is changing the energy. It's not that you have to do something different every day. Right. It's changing that energy from boredom to, okay, so we've just, we've gone from, okay, we don't want to touch each other. We don't have that intimacy. We don't, we don't have any of that to changing the energy. And what I'd say is try something different, but bring it up with each other. Hey, like what if we did something different today? And if you can't bring it up, even do something spontaneous. Now I'm just going to, I'm, you know, I'm a little irreverent, so I'm just going to say this on here. Pull the car over. Do something. You know, like do something. Jump in the shower together. Like do something that you wouldn't usually do and change the energy of it. And most people, which is funny because I say this so many this is it's actually quite a top question that people ask. Most people go, oh, I can't do that. I don't want right. to do that. Well, do you actually want to have sex? Right. And see, that's the other thing is you've got to get honest with yourself. It's like saying that I want to change the energy and I want to reignite the spark. If you don't actually want to do that, then once again, that awareness is off with the choice you can make. You're not actually being true for yourself. So you're not going to choose something different. So um, what I would say to this is the, the biggest key to it is add some play, whatever that is, because it's not like you've got to, you've got to have that joyful energy in your relationship. And even if you've been together 20 or 30 or 40 years, it's still, it's still something you can create. Yeah. The idea that it's just gone and it's dead, that is such a lie. That's just where we give up once again, rather than, okay, what's it going to take for me to create this today? Do something different, that. have something fun, pour a glass of wine, you know, get creative. <laughs> I love that. Well, Brendan, man, this has been, I, this has been informative educational, fun. I've had a blast with you and I'm, I'm sure the audience has too. So, um, dude, thanks so much for being on. Really grateful for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. It's been awesome. (laughs) Well, my pleasure. Um, so check it out audience. Anything you want to know about Brendan Watt, men on purpose, podcast.com forward slash Brendan B R E N D O N W A T T mentalpurposepodcast.com forward slash Brendan Watt. And again, if you want to learn anything about Brendan or any of our other guests, hit that mentalpurposepodcast.com. And Brendan's info is going to be on the show notes. So Brendan's books, seminars, podcasts, all the crazy cool stuff he does, it's all going to be there. So listen, while we talked about choice today, remember, we all have a choice. Choose to be on purpose. We'll see you on the next show. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Thanks again for listening to the Men on Purpose podcast, where our mission is to educate, elevate, and activate every man to truly live their best, most fulfilling life possible. To find out more about the podcast, 
our guests, or becoming a man on purpose, visit menonpurposepodcast.com and choose your most purposeful path forward.